I'm not panicking. And I'll tell you why. And I'm not a doctor, and I'm not here to give you all of my opinions on this stuff because that's not what you came for. Uh, we all have them. And some of our opinions could be right, and some of our opinions could be wrong. Um, you know, I know there's, there's some people in January that got sick in this area that were tested for the flu, and it wasn't the flu. They had a dry cough. They had high fever. And I wonder. I mean, I'm just using common sense. I wonder, um, did they have the coronavirus? You know, and uh, we are told uh, uh, there was a PSA by North Florida Regional and the administrators there that I saw this morning that um, it was one of the best that I've seen in this whole crisis. It kind of had struck the, the proper tone about what North Florida Hospital was doing and, and some advice for us. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, one of the things they said, this is COVID-19. There are 18 strains of the coronavirus, and many of us probably have already had it. Some of it is the common cold. Now, this strain is different. It's far more contagious, and uh, it, it has, uh, could have some serious complications and consequences for a lot of people. So I'm not minimizing that or downplaying that. However, uh, I try to keep everything in perspective. And when you look at, you know, they say that a bad year with influenza is 40,000 deaths across America. Uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky, I read uh, an article by him um, this week. And he said a bad year with the flu is 40,000 people die in America, in the United States of America, annually. Right now we have 18,000 people that have passed away from the flu this year. And from what I understand, we have just about, now y'all tell me if I'm wrong, I, I, the number is just, but we have about 200 and something people confirmed dead from the coronavirus, right? So... So I look at the perspective, and we've got to keep things in perspective about, about everything. So, so I decided to preach a message today. In light of the national emergency, what should we keep doing? What should we keep doing? And one, one other thing I want to say about this is that I'm not going to get up here and tell you you ought to wash your hands and do all of that stuff, and you should stay six feet away from people, or you should or should not shake hands. That's your personal decision. You and I have personal freedom. We're not children. We're not babies. We don't need people to spoon feed us. We know how to, we should know about hygiene and how to keep ourselves um, germ-free and all of that. We, we should know all of that, and we should practice a lot of that normally, okay? So I'm not even going there. What I want to focus in on is the spiritual aspect of this, and that's what God's called me to do. What should we keep doing, no matter what is before us, no matter what is, is in front of us? And one last thing, one last thing before I jump into this. You know, this virus that's out here is serious, but it's not Ebola. Ebola, you know, the death rate is about 99.9%, Okay. Some say the death rate for this Corona-19, this COVID-19, is 3.4%, which is very high. And some say it's less than that. I don't know. I think time will tell on all of that. But so, you know, perspective we have to have on all of this. So with that said, I, I've, I've come to this point. What should we keep doing? And I, I want to give you three things. And in the songs today, if you notice, when I give you these three things, we talked about all three things. All three 
were, were throughout the songs. And we didn't plan it that way because I don't believe I told Brother Eric. If I did, I, I, I don't remember what my, my three points were. So, but they were in there, all three of them, okay? So what should we keep doing? Before we answer that, let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Let's stand together. And uh, if you're watching online and you're actually, you know, it's not just playing in the background, but you're watching live stream and you're, you're actually participating, stand with us also. And uh, we're going to read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For the Spirit that God gave us, for the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid. Or in other versions it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. For the Spirit that God gave us was not to make us fearful or to make us timid. But the Spirit that God gives us, it gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Let's pray. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you that we have the truth of your word and that we don't suspend your word in the midst of national and world crises. But Father, we actually go to your word because your word is proven time and time again to be trustworthy, to be the truth of God, uh, uh, from, from God, the truth of God's word. And we know it's living and powerful. And we know that your truth will never lead us astray. So thank you for your word. And we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Jump right in on it, okay? So what should we keep doing? Number one, we need to keep on living, people. We need to keep on living. We really do. You know, it's amazing to me in New Orleans, I just saw this yesterday. <clears throat> just like all over America, you know, everything's shutting down. The mayor there in New Orleans canceled this, canceled that. They've canceled all the parades. All, you know, there's a parade all the time in New Orleans for something. They've canceled this, canceled that. And there is a picture, and I know it's an accurate picture of what happened yesterday. I know the source that it came from, and I researched it a little bit just to make sure that we weren't being played. And it was a picture of Bourbon Street, and it was jam-packed full of people. So what's happening is this. I think. I think what happens is this. A lot of folks are going to get time off from school, time away from work, whatever. And what, you know what folks are going to do? They're going to do it unknowingly, but they're going to start self-congregating to do fun things. That's what people do. They're going to be getting together at the beach. You say, well, you can stay far away from people at the beach, but you've got you to go get gas. You've got, you, you, you got to live, right? you got to keep on living. Look at what John 10.10 says. The Bible says this. The thief comes only to steal. What does he steal? He tries to steal our freedom, tries to steal our joy, tries to steal our peace. To kill and destroy. Jesus said, I have come that they, you, may have life and have it to the full. Have it abundantly the Bible says. I have come that you may have life to live. We need to keep on living. Look at what Charles Haddon Spurgeon said back in his day. He was a great preacher in London, England. And Charles Spurgeon said this <clears throat> when the cholera outbreak was huge. He said, fear to die? Thank God I do not. The cholera may come again next summer. Pray it may not. But if it does, it matters not to me. I will toil and visit the sick, 
by night and by day until I drop. And if it takes me, sudden death is sudden glory. Now you tell me, when this man lived in the late 1800s, uh, we didn't have all the medicines we have today and all the medical techniques and technology that we have today. And he was very much taking his life into his hands, walking into disease-riddled areas and communities and hospitals and all of that. But his mindset was, as a preacher of the gospel, I'm going to go where God leads me and I'm going to live. And if it means that I get something, then I get it. But I'm not going to stop serving. I'm not going to stop living. I'm not going to stop doing what God's called me to do just because there's some panic going on and just because there's a virus that's out there that could cause me some discomfort. And yes, it can kill. But that shouldn't stop us. From living. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am preaching that I'm having a hard time just breathing. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, what I do for a living, I'm always around sick people. I go into hospitals a lot. Um, I'm always, you know, I, it, it, it's always there. And, you know, there were things far worse than this that happened a long time, not, not that long ago to us. The swine flu. I mean, we had a coach in our area, a head coach of one of our football teams, and nearly died of the swine flu that I think he contracted while on a cruise. And, you know, I mean, I didn't stop going to the hospitals because of all of that. Yes, do we? Do we wash our hands? Do we use hand sanitizer? Yes. And by the way, we're trying to set up within our church permanently some hand sanitizer stations. The problem is when we decided to do it, we couldn't get them. So there's just none to be had right now. So we'll get them at some point. But I need to keep on living if you can. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take precautions. Man, when I got the flu in January, the second day I had it, I knew this wasn't the regular old cold. And I, that's when I called Eric and Cameron and said to them, dudes, I'm out tomorrow. I cannot go tomorrow. I know it. This is bad. And I don't want to give this to anybody. And so there are times that we, you still live, but you, you do what you have to do. But for the most part, you keep on living. I'm going to keep on planning to do what I've been planning to do. And it's not going to scare me. So keep on living. Number two. Keep on loving. Notice these components are in all of our songs today. Keep on loving. I'm going to keep on loving on people. They say you got to keep a six foot, uh, what, what's the new thing? Social distance? Is that, is that what, is, did I get that right? Social distance. I, can I just be honest with you? I, some of these modern New terms we make up just want to make me just scream. Social distancing. Hello? That's not possible. It's not possible. You can keep your distance from everybody, but if you touch anything, you just close the, the gap. We're carriers of germs. 
We are. We're human beings. We live in a fallen world. Everything can kill us. And I'll be honest with you. Look, I'm just telling you. A lot of churches, and I'm not dogging on them. I guess maybe I am, but I'm not. Said, you know, even those that said we're going to meet today, but we're just not going to shake hands. Okay, I, I, I get it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come up to you and say, hey, do you want to shake my hand or not? And if not, I respect that. But I'm not afraid to do it. Because I'm going to keep on loving you. I, I can love you from six feet away. But I'd rather get closer to you and hug you. You know why? Because Jesus touched people everywhere he went. Now, he touched them properly. We're not talking about improper touching. That's ungodly and sick. And you, you, you will die. And it won't be from a disease. It'll be from something like that. But keep on loving people. Look at what Romans 13, verses 8 through 14 says. Look at this. Man, this is good. This is good for us today. Let no debt remain outstanding. The Bible says, don't owe anybody anything. Except, oh, wait a minute. The Bible does say you owe somebody something. Except to continue debt to love one another. In other words, don't owe anybody anything except to love them. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Now check this out. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this. In other words, do this, do this even more. Understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer than we first believed. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here, so let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual morality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. But rather clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. So in light of the days that we're living in, the immorality of the day, the fear of the day, I'm to just keep on loving people. Just keep on loving people. I can keep doing that in spite of what's going on, right? And keep loving people. I saw a bunch of people here yesterday for a funeral. I saw a lot of elderly people. I saw a lot of different people. And there are a lot of hurting going on. And you know what? When people are hurting, you put your arm around them. You're there for them. Social distancing was not in effect yesterday in this place because there was a need for love. And the only kind of love that humans can give each other in a time of grief. And that's to be there for each other. Number three. What should we keep doing? This was the title of a song. Journey. Y'all remember that song? Well, it's Don't Stop Believing. But I, that's what I say. Keep on believing. Eric Welder says, Don't stop believing. Anyway.
I don't know what Gerald said, but I bet you it was so, something like, I'm glad he don't sing for us or something like that. Was that pretty close? Mm-hmm. Stay in my lane. Yeah, I got, I got on my lane and crashed and burned right there. So keep on believing. You know what the word believe means in the Bible? It means to trust, to trust in God. I got to live my life in such a way that I'm going to continue to trust God and his word. The Bible says that he shall n- never leave me nor forsake me. The Bible says that there is a, there's a time for everything. There's a time for health. There's a time for love. There's a time for living. There's a time to die. There's a time for everything. There's a season for everything. Don't you think God knows when that time is for you? Don't you think? Now, I understand. Look, God may have a time for me, but if I choose to go stand in the middle of a railroad track when a train's coming at, you know, 45 miles an hour, I mean, that's on me, okay? But God's given me a brain to know not to do something like that. But there's a time for everything. So I have to trust God that God knows what he's doing. And if I'm going to get something, for instance, you know, I mean, if I'm going to get cancer one day, there's nothing that I can do right now to prevent that from happening. You say, oh, you can. Well, yeah, there are some things that I can do to keep me from getting certain types of cancer. But I know people who never smoked a day in their life, but they ended up with lung cancer, bone cancer, some kind of sickness that it wasn't because of their lifestyle that they got it. It just happened. And God knows that. And so I'm going to trust in him no matter what comes my way. I'm going to keep on living, keep on loving, and I'm going to trust him. Hebrews 11.6 says this. <clears throat> and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So, pastor, are you afraid? I'll be honest, I'm not afraid. Do I want to catch the coronavirus? Heck no. I don't want that just like I don't want an allergy. I don't want the flu. I don't want a cold. I don't, ain't nobody got time for that. But guess what? It happens. Is it going to change my faith? Nope. I'm going to keep on believing. We've been through far worse than that. And there are people that have been through some horrific things in their life. I just heard about a young lady today in fairly good health that passed away from fairly young um, last night. And it just, we don't know. But I'll, I'll bet you one thing, I'll make a commitment to this. I'm going to keep on trusting God. And no world circumstance is going to get me to not trust him it's got to take a whole lot more than that you know and um i'm going to just keep on believing i'm going to keep trusting god's word i'm going to keep trusting him i'm going to keep trusting his plan for my life and i'm going to keep living i just keep on living i don't know about anybody else i've seen pictures but since all this hysteria and panic started i have not gone to the store yeah that's awesome 
Penny went this morning to Publix right, at, right a little after 7, and she said it was packed. On a Sunday morning? There are people that are so scared. I mean, just think about this. You know why there's a run on toilet paper? There are people that are so scared that they think that they'll be quarantined and they won't have enough toilet paper. Just think about that for a moment. And so they're so scared, so now they've got to be so selfish that they've got to go run the stores and just clean everything out and hoard everything to themselves. What kind of, what kind of, 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 of um, I don't mean to say life, but what kind of foundation must you have in your life spiritually? Something like that's going to cause you to lose your mind and go crazy and go buy all this stuff? My faith is a lot bigger than that. I'm going to trust him. You see people who absolutely lose their minds when anytime something happens, natural disaster, what have you. And look, the people in the panhandle when Michael hit, they'll tell you, it, 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 it devastated their lives. But guess what they're doing? They're still living, those who survived it. And they're finding a way to put one foot in front of the other to keep on living, to keep on trusting, to keep on serving, to keep on loving others, and to keep on believing. I'm going to keep on trusting my God to provide my every need and to be there for me at all times. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. And I'm going to love Him and live for Him and trust Him. And if it means that... that I exposed myself to something that maybe I, I, you know, if I'd have just stayed in my house and never left, then so be it. But I'm going to trust Him and love Him. Look at all the Christian songs that we sing. The hottest um, uh, Christian artists out there as far as selling the most records right now, I say records, whatever you call them, songs, um, is uh, Lauren Daigle right now one of her key songs is i will trust in you and we sing it and some of the people who sing that song and love it are the ones going and wiping out all the toilet paper <laughs> so you know we got to do more than just sing something we've got to live it and that's why these songs today that we we sang brother eric changed the whole service because this is something he lives. This is something he believes. This is something, you know, no grave going to hold my body down. In other words, I'm putting my faith and my trust in my God, and he will protect us, and he will keep us safe. And I don't have to be scared of the pestilence, of the things that I can't control that are out there. I can control some, a lot of it. I can control some, but I, most of it you can't. And again, this is not to say that those who are part of JBC who stayed away today because of those concerns are less than. Some have some legitimate issues, and we have some members that, you know, their immune systems aren't very good, and they did the right thing right now in light of what's going on. 
So, um, but as we move forward, man, stay with the stuff. Stay with the stuff. Even if, even if the whole world was collapsing before us, I got, I got to keep living. I've got to keep loving. And I've got to keep believing. Let's see. Woo-wee. Short message today. That's all I got. Let's stand, y'all. Let's stand together. Y'all going to like this. And you know, for real here, <laughs> Kelly's like, woohoo. Hey, I'm going to keep living. I'm going to keep going to restaurants. I'm going to avoid the, the stores right now just because I don't like the chaos. But I'm not going to live in fear. We're going to keep having church. We're going to keep serving God. We're not canceling Wednesday night. We're going to keep doing our thing. And this too shall pass. And so, invite your friends who don't have a, a church that's meeting. If their church isn't going to meet next week, tell them we're meeting. Tell them to come. And we're going to worship God. All right, let's pray together. Father, thank you for your supreme love for us. Thank you that we have your word and thank you that we don't have to be afraid of the things at night. We don't have to be afraid of what we can't see. There are generations of Americans who have gone through far more than what we have gone through and stayed faithful to you. And God, as you know, I heard about this one woman who lost out of her 18 children, she lost 12 of them to disease back during the days of the measles and the mumps and all of those things. And she never missed church. She never missed living for you. And she always lived her life for you. May we be those kinds of people that no matter what happens to us, that what is going on within us never changes. And that the faith that we have in you will sustain us through the most difficult times. Thank you, Lord, for believing, I mean, for, for giving us the faith so that we could believe and for being with us. I pray for our country. I pray for Christians and unbelievers that we would turn to you like never before and put our faith in you. So guys, what we'll do today, if you want to come to this altar and pray for our country, pray for our leaders, pray for the sick, pray for those who have the coronavirus, pray for their families. You know, it's not just the virus, but with the quarantine and all of that. I mean, there's a lot that people go through. They can't see their families. And so there are some issues there. So let's pray for them. And let God lead us in this today. And I pray in Christ's name. Amen.